Welcome to Motivated. This is Liberty Bernal and I'm coming to you fresh off a couple of weeks of birthday celebrating and I promised I would provide you with some tips as a gift from me to you and I chose to wait until after the celebrations passed because I wanted to be able to share the reality of life and uh have some answers for you. I would say the most feedback I've received since starting to share information, not only about keto, but mostly about monitoring glucose and fasting, especially that it's not reality or there's some myths surrounding these topics. And so I knew I would have plenty more to share besides my honeymoon phase of my glucose monitor. Just like way back when I started keto honeymoon phase, I'm on cloud nine. And then there's some realities that we need to learn how to work with. So welcome to another episode officially. I don't think I said that because I'm just so excited (laughs) to share with you. Um, but let's let's get right to it. Uh, my last episode had a lot of listens because I think everyone is taking notice of this glucose focus that's starting to happen and glucose monitors. And as I travel and even just in my normal everyday life at home, I am spotting more and more glucose monitors, not just on people who have diabetes because as you can probably guess, I actually stop people and ask them about it. Um, But on people who just want to feel empowered and educated about their body and they want to get to know what's going on and how food truly affects them. So that's what a glucose monitor is all about. There's so much information online. Yes, you can talk to your doctor about it, but some doctors would say, oh, you don't need to do that. Um, and I, I agree you don't need to, but if you want to, and you want to understand these important numbers, you need to educate yourself and take control of your body your way. So I learned the other day, um, that doctors on average in medical school only receive 10 hours of nutrition training. So yes, do they know about disease and how to treat it? Of course, but Just keeping that in mind, um, I think nutrition is very personal. I think what works for each of us mentally, emotionally, and physically is individual, but I'm just here to guide you and help you understand more. So I am going to tell you about realities of wearing a glucose monitor. If you haven't heard my previous podcasts introducing more about glucose and monitoring, listen back. They're saved. They're in pretty much season four is about keto, glucose monitoring, fasting. Um, I started, well, I, I read Fast Like a Girl by Dr. Mindy Pelse and it really inspired me primarily because within weeks I felt like the little black cloud that was still over me even after switching my nutrition to keto It's not a black cloud either. I think I've confused some people. Not a black cloud like, I feel funky or I feel depressed. I just didn't feel 100%. I would say keto um, improved the way I felt overall. I had more energy, more mental clarity. I didn't get weird dips in the afternoon anymore of like 
energy loss kind of thing. But mostly for me as a woman, it was my hormones. And that is why I chose to dig deeper. And that's why I found fasting and a lot of information. Um, As you may already recall, I also follow Dr. Mark Hyman. And he's really big on not, I would say Mark Hyman isn't keto focused, but he definitely is into lower carbs and really filling up on veggies, you know, lower sugar fruits, but a lot of protein and fats okay. So anyway, I digress. Um, When I started fasting longer, that is really what changed me. And I will say right now it is 7.09 a.m. on the day I'm recording this. And I've actually been fasting for, let's see, right now I'm at about 31 hours. <laughs> and some people actually, me before fasting would have been like, what? Um, but I took two weeks off of wearing my glucose monitor and I wanted to have my birthday celebrations and the travel we had scheduled just to be just sort of free from too much tracking and I wanted to give myself permission to, you know, eat more, drink more, that kind of thing. So I think that's really important to have that balance. Although I'll have to say for the most part, I still ate keto when I I still included some 24-hour fasts in the last couple of weeks, but I can't wait to share with you just some numbers um, and the quick body recovery after everything. Um, so anyway... So fasting, I'm going to just start there. So the last couple of months, I have been fasting on average about 16 to 18 hours per day. So that just makes my eating window smaller. It doesn't mean I'm starving. It doesn't mean I'm miserable. My body actually has adapted really well and I feel fantastic. Um, On the days that it didn't make sense to fast, I didn't. That meant I ate breakfast before noon, it meant I snacked. It meant I ate a later dinner. I try for the most part, whenever I can have control over my eating schedule, I do not eat breakfast. I wait until noon to eat. My biggest meal is brunch or lunch, light dinner. And then I stop eating very early in the evening so that my body can heal overnight. That's the whole point of fasting not the whole point, but it's glucose regulation. It's letting your body focus on other things besides breaking down all this extra food. So having that in mind over the last two weeks, I've been at a lot of, a lot of hotel nights, a lot of not being around all my regular food. The only things that I brought with me were MCT oil. I travel with MCT oil now, just put, pour my big old bottle pour some in a little container. I travel with my little hand mixer. Um, I try to just get my hands on um, heavy cream because I do have coffee every morning and the MCT oil and heavy cream just really get me off to my right start and allow me to fast longer. And um, what else do I make sure I travel with? Uh, Now I started using LMNT or Element electrolytes. It's been life-changing. I've already talked so much about making sure you have enough sodium, magnesium, um, potassium electrolytes. When you fast, that's really the only thing your body needs um, to feel better and to operate properly. For most people, caveat, most people, the element 
electrolytes are a little pricier than the electrolytes I previously purchased, but oh my gosh, they taste freaking amazing. You can take them anywhere really easily. So those are the things I relied on. I went to LA with my husband. He works in the entertainment industry. We have another company and we worked on the SAG Awards and my best friend from high school and her husband were also part of it with us. And um, it was amazing, but there were you know multiple days in there where there was my birthday. We had our three other besties join us. It was dinners and desserts, and there was one night where I planned to fast, but my husband said, let's just go to dinner and start celebrating, and I wasn't going to say no. So with that sort of experience in mind, extra alcohol, extra food, only had two days home that went to Chicago to visit more friends full of food, full of alcohol you know, just less opportunity to fast or eat low carb. But guess what happened? This is why I saved my podcast for today. This is day two of being home after all that travel. I didn't weigh the night I came home just because I'd been on flights and I was just, you know, that travel bloat. And um, anyway, I just thought that scale, like if it wouldn't, I just didn't think that was fair to say, oh my gosh, I gained 10 pounds. I do gain a lot of water weight traveling and I know that about my body, but I weighed the first morning I was home and I was up six pounds. And here's the coolest part about that. I did not get concerned. I mean, frankly, I feel so empowered and in control of my body now that I knew I have fasting as a tool to get right back on track. I just go right back to my normal eating, hydrate really well, that kind of thing. This is the week of my cycle where longer fasts fit in, fortunately. So I just jumped right into a long fast. So the night we got home, it was really late. I ate a snack at like 11 p.m., which if you're into intermittent fasting, you know that's not normal. But I knew I wanted to have a 36-hour fast ahead of me, and that timing worked out really well. So I just kind of let myself have that last snack. And yesterday, all day, was fasting. So I had the first night of my body to recover. I still didn't feel great yesterday, but the fast really set me into such a wonderful place mentally, emotionally, and physically. I hydrated. I drank tea in the morning. Yes, I do have coffee. I don't use butter anymore, but I do use a little bit of heavy cream and um, MCT oil. And you guys, this morning, so I had another second night. The 36-hour fast is great because you have two full nights of sleep and recovery and allowing your body to use that fasted state to enact all these wonderful systems and processes of healing in your body. But it doesn't feel like you're starving yourself for a couple of days. You just feel healed and well-rested. So I just had my coffee and I don't feel hungry. I used to be very anti-fasting because I didn't understand the science. As a nutritionist with a traditional education in nutrition, I would like to say I was brainwashed into thinking how bad it was. Do I feel amazing? Yes. Did it take time for me to adjust to this lifestyle? Yes. But yesterday I still went to my bar class. I felt strong. I still took a walk. I actually took two walks yesterday. I still hit my calorie goal. My Apple watch shows me that. Today, I plan to go to bar this morning and take another walk. Like I don't feel like I'm lacking anything that my body needs. And today at noon, I eat my lunch. And I wish I was at a point in my 
podcasting career where people were paying me to advertise. I'm not there yet, but I do have to give a shout out to F Factor, F as in Frank, F Factor. Ryan and I have been getting the meals delivered and we choose the keto meal plan. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So we know that our F Factor meals arrived today. That's my first meal after my fast. There's a lot of talk about what to do when you break your fast. Again, every body is different. I find I can just eat a healthy meal and I don't feel weird. I don't instantly bloat. I don't, I think just because when your body's in this way of life, you adjust and you crave fasting, you crave less sugar. Um, You flip all the switches the other direction in your body. Even Ryan, and he's not dealing with the female hormones, I mean, he felt terrible after those two weeks, right? (laughs) And then even just after that one day of recovery, first of all, he only gained three pounds. So I weigh like 35 or 40 pounds less than he does on average. He only gained three pounds and he ate way more than I did. Um, But he already has lost all of it in a day of being home. I woke up this morning, day two of being home, and I had lost four pounds from the day before. Clearly water weight, but that was my goal. I just didn't want to feel that bloat anymore. And it's amazing. Like I have mentioned this time and time again, but I finally feel in control of my body. Yes, I am a control freak in general, but I never felt in control of my body. I didn't understand why I was bloated, why I wasn't bloated. I do now. I put back on my glucose monitor yesterday morning. My glucose was higher than normal, still within a normal healthy range. But after you know eating more carbs than normal and drinking more than normal, that kind of thing, my glucose showed it was higher. But throughout the course of the day, the app that you use when you have a glucose monitor shows you your glucose graph. And it was just going down and down and down and down throughout the day as it should. Little baby spikes here and there just based on who knows what, our bodies do interesting things. Um, But I accomplished the goal. I knew I was in control. I woke up this morning. You know, I saw that my glucose was nice and low overnight. That's what you want. If you have high glucose overnight, oh my goodness, your body is doing things it shouldn't be doing in its sleep. So I didn't feel stressed or anxiety over gaining the weight. I knew I could quickly lose it. And Ryan and I this morning talked about how he he's like, I felt frustrated because the scale is showing him a number he wants because he like, I feel like he even lost more weight than before. Of course, he's a man. Um, <laughs> but he said, man, I still don't feel 100% because we were so off our usual eating that he's like, the scale isn't showing me anything. But yeah, I lost the water weight again, but he still knows he needs to hydrate more and that sort of thing. I would say the scale isn't exactly where I want it yet. I would like to lose another couple pounds, which I know I will. But I do feel like because I'm more aware with a glucose monitor on, I I did what I needed to do yesterday in terms of the longer fast to feel better, and it worked. Um, if you want for more information on fasting, not just from me, there are medical practitioners, there are nutritionists, there are dietitians, there are everyday people out there sharing information, you need to pick what's best for you and create an awareness for you and do what makes sense. I do want you to deprogram a bit. 
I was very programmed to think, especially as a fitness professional, that fasting was bad because I wasn't replenishing protein right away or wasn't replenishing this or that. I feel better than ever. I am stronger than ever. My measurement tool is because I take a a similar class most days of the week. I know how strong I feel doing similar exercises. I am by far stronger now than nearly a year ago when I started doing bar regularly again. And it's since I added in fasting. So you don't need to rush home, replenish, get it out of your mind that after a workout, oh my God, I have to eat. You don't. If you prefer it, of course it's fine. But what I thought I was feeling was actually a bit of programming and what was in my brain about what I thought I needed. Once I actually started fasting and learning what you need and don't need naturally, totally new world. Um, so I just want to throw that in there. So right now I'm about to put on my workout clothes and go to bar. The only thing I've had is my MCT oil and heavy cream coffee, which by the way, I only use like one teaspoon of each. I'm not loading it up with 500 calories or too much fat. That's maybe a podcast for another day. How much is too much? Um, but I feel amazing and I'm going to go work out as normal and I'm not going to rush home and eat. Um, I'm going to wait until noon and just get back to it. So that's my update. I really hope that you remain open to some lifestyle changes that can be a game changer for you. After just a couple of months, my hormones have regulated. I don't have mood swings. I only have one period a month after having two for years and no physician was able to help me. Um, it's amazing. So I'm here to answer questions, keep the DMs coming. And if you want coaching, I'm also here for that, but I'm not here to sell coaching. I'm here to just disseminate information that I'm learning myself and practicing myself. So we're already at 18 minutes. I'm going to stop talking. I try to keep these under 20. You go and have the most amazing day ever and come back soon. I'll have even more information. Make it a great day and let's do this. Thank you so much for joining me at another episode of Motivated with Liberty. Keep the conversation going online at Liberty Bernal Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, and at libertybernalfitness.com.